1: the weekly transit. What's happening?
0: You had an exciting weekend. It sounds like
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, some work drama.
0: Work drama. Yeah, at the club.
1: Yeah, the the cops came twice because of me.
0: Because of you? You?
1: Of course. <laughs> Fuck. Who? <laughs> wait, wait. I so swear, somebody's I, wait. calling
0: the cops because of you?
1: Yeah, I swear to God, my friends Gio and Brian drove by the club and were like, what's happening at the club? The cops are here. I bet it was because of you.
0: <laughs> are you serious? They really said that?
1: Uh-huh. And I was like, actually, it was because of me.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. What? What this happened? Is,
1: there's like a group of guys and they like, I talked to them. Nobody got to dance. And this guy's sitting by himself and he like waves How me over. How old were these
0: guys? How old?
1: Uh, they were like younger guys, like mid-20s. Okay. And then this older guy is sitting by himself and waves me over and he's like oh those guys were being cheap he's like i want to give you a tip so he takes out three whole dollars and he folds them in half and then he acts like he's gonna like put it inside of my vagina oh
0: my god and
1: i was like excuse me i was like that's not how it works yeah and he's like okay okay how about turn around and i was like uh absolutely not yeah and so then he Proceeds to take the money and throw it on the table, like away from me. Like, oh, well, you're not getting my money now because I can't do that.
0: Oh, well, gee.
1: I was like, so you're not going to tip me because I won't let you do that? I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then he gets up and puts his hand or an inch from my face uh-huh. and is like, obviously, you should not be working in an establishment like this then. And he had a hat on, so I proceeded to slap his hat off.
0: Was it like a baseball hat type of thing? It was
1: like one of those hideous like Kangol fucking hats that have a little oh, brim. Yeah, So it was yeah. very close to his face. It yeah. wasn't like a long brim. Yeah.
0: You flipped it off his head.
1: Yeah. I just kind of like backhanded it uh-huh, off.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then I just walked away and I was yeah. like, Cody, this guy's being a fucking dick and tried to put this money in my pussy. Yeah. He just walked over and then they brought security and they're like, you need to get out. Like, yeah. don't disrespect our dancers, which mm-hmm. felt really good. They didn't yes. even ask me any questions. They were just like, you're out. Yeah. Just, good. No. Good. One of the guys is like an old police officer. That's a regular. So he is like buddy buddy with the sheriff or whatever. Anyways, I'm pretty sure he ended up in jail. He wouldn't leave. He was like, "No, I'm not leaving. I have all this money.
0: All three dollars. All like, the money. We don't give a fuck. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they don't oh my work like God. that, bitch.
0: So the cops came and pulled him out mm-hmm. and forced him to leave.
1: Yeah. So I was happy about that. I'm like, you're such a piece of shit. Like, you're three fucking dollars. Really? I'm missing out on your three dollars. What do you think that people are going to say yes?
0: Even if it's $300, it's it's still disrespectful.
1: And I try usually to be kind of funny while I'm being a dick. So it's not like, I'm not trying to embarrass him. I'm like, dude, there's fucking germs on there. No, I don't want that in there. Get out of there. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, and then when they don't take that, well, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have very much patience for that if you're, you know, sometimes people just don't know. And I try to educate them in a, you know, a humorous, but like stern way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you can't take that, you're in the wrong fucking place. Yeah. So that was the first incident. Okay. Yeah, which just gave me actually some joy. Cause I just, when that <laughs> happens to <laughs> tell people, no, they can't act like pieces of shit. Yes. And then the next day, this like younger kid gets a dance for me and I'm like, okay, How old? he was probably like 21 or something. hmm He's like, oh, I only have this much cash. So it's $40 for a single dance. It's 175 for a VIP room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, just a single dance. So we go back there and after every song, when you do single dances, like when you do a VIP room, they pay up front and then you get the room. Mm-hmm. When you do single dances, you do a dance. And at the end of the song, they you, pay. well, at the end of the song, you ask, would you like to stay for another dance? Mm. And you can rack up to like 300 bucks before you make them go pay. Usually I do. I'll go up to like 200 bucks and be like, "Okay, this is how much it is. Do you still want to keep going? Yeah. So he mentioned I have $70. I'm like, we have an ATM or you can pay at the bar with your card. And he stayed for like eight songs. So I'm like, oh, that's like 240 bucks.
0: But you knew he only had 70. Oh, but he could go to the ATM. And he was like, "Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So we go to the bar and I'm like, "Okay, it's 280 bucks. And he's like, I thought it was 40 dollars. And I was like, uh, yeah, $40 per dance. And he's like, well, I told you I only had $70. And I said, yeah, but I asked you at the end of the song, do you want to stay for another song? And you said, yes. And I, th- I think at that point I had gotten my manager because he was being weird about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you got have stuck to Cody because you need to pay for these dances. Yeah. You bought them. Uh-huh. You knew that it was 40 a dance, not 40 for 30 minutes of right. my time. Yeah. And so we're in front of the manager and he's like, well, did she ask you if you wanted another dance? And he was like, yeah, she did. And he's like, did you say yes? He said, I didn't say yes. I said I'd love to. And then the guy that's friends with the sheriffs was sitting next to him. And he was like, Cody, just call the cops. Like, (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Anyways, he's like, no, I'm not giving you $70. She said it was $40. And he's like, okay, well, then I'm going to call the cops. Are you telling me you're not going to pay for what you ordered? It's like going to a restaurant. It says market price. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I don't have the money. I didn't know it was that much. Right. Okay. Well, you can do addition, sir. And yeah. And no one's going to give you their time for free. So. And? The cops came, arrested him. In the end, they took him out and he gave them his ATM card and he had money on it. <laughs> and it was like so a whole absurd. hour ordeal.
0: So absurd.
1: I'm like, what the hell's going on? Wow. It was very strange. While well, he was calling the cops, one of the securities blocked one exit and then the other exit was kind of open. And the manager was kind of standing around close to it. But then he tried to make a beeline to leave. And so I just stood in front of the door with my arms out. I was like, no, bitch, you're fucking paying for your 30 minutes of time with me. That's not happening. Yeah. You stopped him. Yeah. (laughs) He, He was a little Asian boy. I'm like, bitch, I will take you out. You're fucking paying me.
0: Oh, my God. This is about responsibility. You know, with the planets in Capricorn, Capricorn's all about responsibility. So... You know, people think they can come into a strip club and enjoy that Sagittarius energy with with Mars and Sagittarius. It's like, this is free. It's free, naked girls, yeah. It's like, no, you have to take responsibility for what you're asking for here. These women aren't working for free, and if you want to engage with them in your time, in their time, then it's going to cost you money. That's the responsibility aspect. He didn't want to take responsibility for what he agreed to and therefore the authorities, which is also Saturn, had to come in and make sure that he did take responsibility for what he agreed to.
1: Big Saturn energy. Oh my
0: God. Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. And I felt like that was from everyone that worked there too. Like me holding them accountable because mm-hmm. sometimes people just be like, oh, okay, whatever. It's not worth my time. I'm like, no, bitch. I don't care if I lose more money standing here blocking the door where I could be making money. That's not the point. And Well, then you did make the money. I did in the end. Which right. is Yeah.
0: Exactly. And that is accountability. And if you're not going to hold the people that you're engaging with accountable, then that's sending the frequency out to the universe that people can take advantage of you. Okay. So people can take advantage of Ingrid. We'll just keep sending more people to take advantage of Ingrid until Ingrid decides that she doesn't want. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And especially for someone like you, that we talk about this all the time, about your north node being in Aries in the 11th house. So in the community, the strip clubs, the community, it's ruled by Saturn saturn's the planet of authority saturn rules the 11th house along with uranus and they rule aquarius so taking responsibility for your actions in the community and then that aries energy which is like these are the boundaries if i'm going to give you a dance then
1: you get to play by my role
0: exactly otherwise we don't have this exchange this is the boundary you know, we were talking about it earlier before we press record, but it's not about other people respecting your boundaries. It's about you. Enforcing respecting, Enforcing your boundaries. Yes. You enforcing your... Because people will, will respect your boundaries when you enforce your boundaries. And that person knows both those people. Hopefully they never do that to another dancer again, but they definitely wouldn't do it with you because they know that if they do... That there is a consequence.
1: Yeah, I do feel like, well, number one, I do it for myself. But a lot of the time I get so much, I get like energized from the interaction because I do feel like it is for everyone else. Because a lot of the times the girls have a hard time speaking up for themselves Mm -hmm. because like, oh, I need money or, oh, I don't want to make a big deal about it. Oh, what if like the management doesn't back me up? And it's just like, no.
0: That's you so living in your North Node in the 11th house because it's not about me. It's about the community. It's about we. That's what the the 11th house is about. We. And so you are being courageous, not for me, but for we.
1: I love that. Yeah, I do. It makes me feel like protective over my own boundaries, but yeah, protective over the collective of like, they're never going to go into another club and do that. because. That experience was humiliating for them. I mean, I try to say things, like I said, in kind of a stern but humorous way Mm because some people don't know. Right. And
0: you're not assuming that they're being malicious.
1: I used to. I think when I was like more new at it, just be more of a bitch about it. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like if you want to teach someone something, you can't always just be a bitch because they're not going to be receptive. They're going to be like, oh, that girl was just a bitch. Right. So saying things in a stern way and kind of educating them with a little bit of humor or sarcasm in there. Usually helps kind of break the tension, so they don't just feel only humiliated. But then, if they want to keep pushing, then I'm I'm down for some some humiliation because that kind of brings me joy. <laughs> but yeah, I really do. Hopefully, they don't treat people like that again.
0: And what was the response of the other women dancing? How they respond to what was going on?
1: I mean, I think most girls don't make a big deal about the guys trying to like put money on their like genitals. I'm like, that's fucking gross, dude. Yeah. Like, no. So I feel like they were like excited that I stuck up for myself because they were like, oh my God, I hate when they do that. Like, that's so disrespectful. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. And because people try to do it all the time. And I don't think most girls think they're going to get the support that they'll get if they just speak up for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like the management's not going to be like, oh, let them do whatever they want. Like that's not, unless you just work somewhere that's not, you know, supportive of the dancers.
0: And the management's supportive of the dancers.
1: Yeah. And they didn't ask me any questions about it. They were there for me. Yes. And that makes me feel empowered and safe that I can have whatever boundaries I like. Yes. And it really is about like people, you know, everyone does whatever they want with their own body. And that's kind of the rule of the club. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of a free for all as long as you are respecting the person you're with. So it's just about asking and consent. And if you ask and someone says no, or if you don't ask and you just assume, then that's not going to fly. And then if someone does, you know, enforce a boundary and someone wants to disrespect it, then that's also not going to fly. Yeah. And that goes for every relationship, not just at the club.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. It's just a, the club, it's intensified.
1: It because is. there's a bunch
0: of naked women <laughs> roaming around. And
1: Yeah, Saturn coming in and teaching everyone <laughs> <those> <laughs> boundaries <laughs> and responsibility.
0: Exactly. Wow. Alright, Ingrid. Way to go.
1: It's <laughs> a good start to the week.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. So, Should we get into the week?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: So this is the week of January 3rd through the 9th. January 3rd through the 9th. So we're in 2022 now, Ingrid. And I feel like it's going to be hopefully a pretty fluid start to 2022 with this week. Uh, The first alignment that we're looking at on Monday, January 3rd, is a square. It's Jupiter, the God of Thunder, Lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion in Pisces, the sign that it rules, the sign that represents fantasy. So this is, you know, people living out their fantasies in a sense. Uh, So I think of the strip club in a sense. It can also be music, drugs and alcohol, Netflix and chill, Instagram binge, all that sort of stuff. But it's squaring off with the North Node in Gemini. The North Node, it symbolizes the soul's purpose or karmic pathway of the soul. And this is in Gemini, which represents communication. So Gemini is like the conscious mind. Pisces is the unconscious mind. They're both mutable. One's air, Gemini, water, Pisces. That creates that that tension. So the tension here is connecting the unconscious mind to the conscious mind.
1: I guess it can be difficult. Like if you're in that dream world, how do you bring your dreams into reality and communicate about them? Cause that's like, that's some real shit. Like how do you make those dreams happen? And mm-hmm. that isn't always easy to do. Yes. I mean, I guess that's like maybe some Capricorn energy, like how you're working towards whatever these dreams and goals you have are.
0: Well, I think of when I think of Gemini and Pisces together, it's like, Gemini is really light. It's airy. And Pisces is the weight of the ocean. You know, the oceans are heavy. Pisces rules the ocean. So Pisces feels everything. It carries the weight of the 11 previous signs. And with Jupiter there, it's creating greater expansion in our intuition in feeling what other people are experiencing.
1: Extra deep and heavy.
0: Yes. But how do you take that energy... And bring a lighter air quality to it. That's really the challenge.
1: I mean, Gemini is about curiosity and asking questions. So Mm -hmm. maybe just asking questions. I don't know if that's to yourself. Maybe like some journaling type of stuff. It could
0: be. It could be asking questions to yourself. Like spending time in your unconscious and being curious about what is going on in there. Being curious about your dreams.
1: So I had therapy this week. And one of the things was... I've really cut back to almost none on my drinking because I was definitely using that as an escape last year. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm definitely finding in the last couple of weeks my stress levels increase and like my Netflix and chill binge watching Mm. food has definitely increased. Mm -hmm. And like scrolling, oh my God, the fucking Instagram scroll will be Mm -hmm. the death of me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do I do in these moments where I know that I'm checking out but I can't seem to check back in and I'm stuck in this loop where I know I'm not doing something good for myself, but I don't want to do something else. And her suggestion was to, you know, just take a couple deep breaths whenever you recognize that it's happening and then ask yourself, what, what do I want to be doing right now that would actually be fulfilling? And I've been saying it out loud to myself. I'm like, okay, what would I, what do I want to be doing with my time? You know, should I be, you know, listening to music and dancing or cleaning my kitchen or what is the thing that I'm avoiding doing, because like this procrastination loop, whatever the thing is, it's like covering up some baggage. And, you know, she recommended journaling, just like a simple question, like, what am I, what should I be doing with my time? Or what do I want to be doing? And why am I wanting to check out and not having to sit there for an hour and journal about it, but just spending like two minutes to simply answer those questions. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe that is that, you know, the curiosity of Gemini tapping into... Whatever heavy shit is on your plate that you don't want to deal with. Yes. A a simple question.
0: Yes. Okay. What is the heavy stuff that you don't want to deal with?
1: And then even just, just being able to recognize it will give it a little bit of levity. It's like, okay, I'm aware of the thing that I'm covering up. Maybe I can do something else for a bit to shift that energy. Like, how can I, you know, movement or whatever the thing might be to get you out of that funk of trying to check out, like cleaning my space and then listening to music helps me.
0: I really think that this is a great day for, for music and dancing because Pisces is one of the signs that rules music because music draws you into that unconscious realm. But when I think of Gemini, when I think of Gemini, I think also of dance because it's movement. It's about coordination. It's about stimulating. You're a Gemini rising. You're a dancer I've said this before, you were born with Gemini rising at the exact same degree as Mick Jagger. And you're like, he dances? And I'm like, what? Okay, you're too young to understand. <laughs> but yeah, he, hes I would consider him a dancer as well as a singer. Not that he's doing like coordinated like Michael Jackson dance moves, but he's up on the stage moving. And that Gemini energy requires movement. Getting in your body, feeling it.
1: Some people think of dance as like you have to be good at it, but you don't necessarily have to be good at anything to just do the movement. Like, like you said with music, it's mm-hmm. like just going with the feeling and expressing yourselves and kind of getting whatever is stuck in there out, whether that's yes. joy or sadness or anger or whatever it is, just like moving your body. It could just be like, you know, shaking your arms and legs and like stomping your feet. It doesn't have to be a, a pretty dance.
0: Right. You're doing this in, at home. No one's necessarily watching unless you want them to. So yeah. so just moving the body and using the music to move the body to get the energy that's stuck out.
1: It really does help me when I'm not feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been trying to remember that that's one of my tools. I can always like put on some music and dance. And that really helps me to get back into myself, like collect my energy. Yeah.
0: I love it. So even though this is a stressful alignment... Hopefully, it's a positive start to the week if you're working with the energy, music and dance, shaking your body, getting the energy flowing. On Tuesday, January 4th, the moon, the planet of emotions, is moving through Aquarius, the sign that represents the community and innovation. This is... Ingrid smiled because she loves when the moon is in Aquarius because it's that detached energy that uh, helps lighten up her cancer moon.
1: Yeah, this is my favorite alignment when the moon is in (laughs) Aquarius, the logic that it brings. Yes,
0: it's logical. It's looking at the emotions from a logical perspective. This is connecting with Chiron, the wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries, the sign of self-confidence. So this is a fire, Aries, air, Aquarius connection. This is a sextile. It's very positive because air fuels fire and fire raises the air. So you've created that movement on Monday and now you're feeling the flow. You're feeling the flow. How can you express your emotions in a logical manner in order to heal the wound to your self-confidence?
1: If you express yourself in a logical way in the community then you will be healing that wound to your self-confidence
0: it's like when you're coming from logic that is the confidence it's like i'm using logic here this is not even me being super emotional it's like oh you're being too emotional no i'm actually using logic
1: and that's when people can receive you the best is when you are more like in your body and not kind of like getting overwhelmed with emotion Mm -hmm. and then you're also able to take their like possible criticism or response in in a healthier way so you can both have a conversation about it instead of an argument
0: absolutely awesome awesome so that's tuesday january 4th wednesday january 5th another positive alignment this is venus retrograde in capricorn so the planet of relationships lady luck the goddess of love and beauty venus in capricorn the sign of responsibility retrograde so we're taking a look at at the past of our relationships the relationships that we have that are helping us achieve our ambitions are you taking responsibility for your part in the relationship so that you can be in authority In the relationship, and that doesn't mean being the boss over your partner. It means standing from a place of authority in that I took care of my part. When you can say that you've taken responsibility for your part in the relationship, you have authority. And you can look at your partner and say, I need to hold you accountable. And they say, I respect that because you've done what you said. I need to do what I said I would do. So this planet is aligning with Neptune, the planet of intuition, the god of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, also deception, compassion, fantasy, and the other planetary ruler of Pisces. So we talked about Jupiter on Monday. Today, Wednesday, we're talking about Neptune. These are the two planetary rulers of Pisces. Here they are together in Pisces. So this is... A period for us to really tap into what's going on in our unconscious. Pay attention to our psychological baggage. Show your psychological baggage and the demons that carry them. Compassion so that you can integrate these thought patterns, these unconscious thought patterns with understanding, forgiveness, and love. And today the alignment is with Venus. So it's like looking at your close personal relationships. How can you look at your close personal relationships and the expectations that you have in those relationships and where you've fallen short or your partner's fallen short and how can I show myself and the ones that I'm in relationship with compassion and empathy so that we can heal together.
1: Neptune is also, like you said, the fresh water in the sea, right? Mm -hmm, So that's mm -hmm. like a very healing energy with Pisces too. That's like a water sign. Yes. So if we're able to really tap into this part, wherever these areas we might've fallen short or our partner has fallen short and address them and how we want to either, how we want to show up better for the relationship and taking responsibility or holding the other person accountable and, Showing them that you're an authority because you've been pulling your weight, mm-hmm. but bringing in that compassion makes the relationship stronger. It doesn't necessarily have to break things to bring these things up. It's it's good to bring up the issues because there's always going to be a new issue. We're not always going to be pulling our weight all the time. That's mm-hmm. not how life works. But if we can tap into that compassion from Pisces, it can be healing to hold people accountable and say, this is what I need from you. This is what you didn't do. Or I'm sorry, I haven't done my part. This is how I'm going to show up better. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah, just being open and accepting of yourself and others that we're not always going to be perfect. But it's it's definitely worth the conversation, like the communication that, that can take place is where we strengthen those bonds.
0: Well, Capricorn is an earth sign, so it can be very rigid. But when you bring the water of Pisces, it nurtures that earth, it softens the rigidity of Capricorn. While Capricorn brings structure... To the unconscious and to the compassion. So it's not all weepy and moody. It's a nice meld between the two.
1: There's like a purpose.
0: There's a purpose here. It's like the clay is wet now and we can mold the clay into something that we really want. Where before it was just water everywhere and there was no structure to it. And then there was the structure that was... You couldn't change it. You would have to break it. But now we bring the water and earth together and it softens the earth so that we can meld it and meld the relationship through compassion into what we want it to be.
1: I love that. Yeah, that Capricorn, like the achievement. What do we want to achieve in our relationship? What do we
0: want to achieve? What? What's your fantasy? What's the fantasy that you want to achieve in your relationships or in achieving anything in general? And who are the people that you want to achieve it with? This is what we're working with here. Thursday, January 6th.
1: More Capricorn and more Pisces.
0: Yes.
1: Achieving our dreams.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So yesterday we were talking about Venus in Capricorn and Neptune in Pisces. Today it's the sun in Capricorn, the giver of light life and vitality, connecting with the moon, the planet of emotions, which has moved on from Aquarius to Pisces. So you go from that detached Aquarius emotions to super compassionate, feeling everything. This is the ebb and flow, the breathe in, breathe out, sun up, sun down of how the planets work. It's why it goes from one sign to the next. It goes extroverted, introverted. So it was extroverted and that detached feeling in Aquarius. And now it's the introverted, compassionate feeling of Pisces. So the sun is in Capricorn, and this is an opportunity to take responsibility for what it is you want to accomplish and achieve. If you're one of these people that says, yeah, 2022, this is the year. Okay, great. Set your course, take responsibility for the goals that you want to achieve, the work that's required to achieve those goals. But then how can you show yourself compassion along the way? Because sometimes there can be too much strain in wanting to achieve something. it's like we get stiff. I think of uh, like a, a baseball analogy and I apologize to people that don't watch sports but you know like a guy who's hasn't had a hit in a really long time they they go up to bat and they're really tense. they're they're just pressing that's what they call it like you're pressing because they so desperately want to get a hit and they go up there and they're tense. This is where the Pisces compassion comes in and softens that rigidity so you can get loose, get comfortable, and then get that hit.
1: I love that um, analogy. Hmm. It's very visceral, but yeah, it's like once you get like so wound up about something, it's like, you don't have any flexibility to get any of the balls that are coming your way. Cause it's like, you can only get this one little window. Totally. Yes. And yeah, not having flexibility is not a good thing, especially in your career ambitions. It's like, mm-hmm. maybe this one thing leads to another thing that might be good for you in the same realm.
0: I love that word flexibility with this alignment because again, Capricorn rigidity, but Pisces mutable is very flexible. It's go with the flow. So how can you adapt your goals and ambitions in a way that helps you achieve them. We have to be adaptable. If you're sticking to, it's gotta be this way that can lead you down the mountain.
1: And also it's, I mean, it's the moon. So the moon is in Pisces and that's like your emotions and your unconscious. So it's also maybe asking those questions like, why is this the goal I want to achieve? So maybe you might find some sort of career path in that realm But going back to the why, how can you adapt your career to get you the why behind your goal? Are you going to actually achieve the why? Are you just going to get the success that doesn't really do anything for fulfilling you emotionally?
0: Yes. So you're saying like, whatever it is you want to accomplish, is it going to satisfy you on an emotional level?
1: Yeah, so being flexible with asking that question and giving yourself an honest answer and maybe being flexible about that that path of ambition. Mm -hmm. Maybe it can be a couple different routes in the same world that you love, but maybe you need to change up what you're doing in that area and be open to some other avenues within that, that, that path.
0: Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Ingrid. Friday, January 7th, another positive alignment. The moon has now moved on from Pisces to Aries Again, a different energy. We went from detached in Aquarius to compassionate in Pisces to fiery and courageous in Aries. And as the moon moves into Aries, it aligns with the North Node, which we talked about on Monday, squaring Jupiter. Now this is another sextile because it's an air and fire connection. Air fuels fire. Fire raises the air. Gemini is the sign that the North Node is in. So the communication, how can you courageously communicate your emotional curiosity? When I think of Gemini, I think of curiosity. And when I think of Aries, I think of courage. So how can you courageously communicate your emotional curiosity?
1: By asking questions. That's that Gemini energy.
0: But it's like, what are the questions that you're afraid to ask? Ooh, okay. You know, it's like the, the Pisces energy. It's like you've done the healing now. The last couple days have had that Pisces energy. It's about healing. Now that you've healed the unconscious, you can come forward and say what you want to say. Ask those questions that you need the answer to, but you've been afraid to ask.
1: Yeah, that's definitely tapping into that like North Node. Like, what is your purpose here? If you're not asking these uncomfortable questions, you don't even know what you're dealing with. If you don't mm-hmm. have the answer to these, it's like you're hiding from yourself or you're hiding from the people that you're surrounded by Mm -hmm. because you don't you don't want to know the answer because it might not be what you want to hear
0: exactly and when I think of Aries I think of I think of like a soldier that's going through a building and just kicking down doors doesn't know what's on the other side (laughs) of the door like it could be someone with a bomb or something you know but Mm -hmm. doesn't care just going to kick down doors And whatever's there, they're going to deal with. That's the Aries energy. It just kicks down doors, doesn't care what's on the other side. So it's like, I'm going to ask the question. I need to know. And I don't, I'm not afraid of what the, or maybe I'm afraid, but.
1: You still have to do the thing. I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to ask the question because I need to know. I need to know what's on the other side of this door. So I'm going to kick it down. I'm not going to knock and say, hey, is anyone there? Can you maybe open and let me know what's behind? No, just kick it down.
1: I've definitely been practicing this. I feel like you keep pushing with, <laughs> with this like Aries North Node energy to, you know, ask the uncomfortable question and in being in like, like dating somebody new, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm always in this position of asking the uncomfortable question. Yes. And even though I'm like, I, there's always like the ideal answer, but it's like, I don't know what I'm going to get. And I'd rather know the answer to know what I'm dealing with so I can move forward in whatever way that, whatever way that means.
0: That's it. Aries is about leading. When you're leading, it's about moving forward. Mm. So you have to kick some things down that are in your way in order to get to that next step.
1: Yeah, I've definitely been asking some questions and I don't know <laughs> if I'm really necessarily getting the wrong you know, the the wrong answer, but maybe not the answer that I would have hoped and feeling less disappointed than I thought I would feel just because I'm like, Oh, I actually just like knowing. What is happening between us? It's not really like a good thing or a bad thing, whatever way the question goes. It's just like learning learning about somebody new and being curious. Yes. And respecting whatever answer they have for you. Like just being honest and open about what is going on, I think is really important.
0: Because isn't that the thing? It's like you... Have a question, but if you don't ask it, you just build it, build it up, and there's so much anticipation. And then when you actually find out, there could be greater disappointment. Yeah, right.
1: From wanting to ask the question for so long and not knowing and having Mm -hmm. like this made up thing in your mind that's not even real.
0: Exactly. You're creating some story in your brain that doesn't exist in reality.
1: I think, especially in dating, we're trained to like not ask the uncomfortable question, like, Are you ready for a deep emotional connection? Or do you want to be my girlfriend? Or like, what are you looking for? You're not supposed to be too interested because then that's going to scare somebody away. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, well then you're never going to get what you want. Yeah. And then you're not even dealing with the people that are in on the same page as you. And then people are always getting disappointed. Well, why did they want more or why did they want less? It's like, well, maybe you should have asked that at the very beginning. Exactly. It's not going to scare somebody away.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Do you want to be with somebody that's scared away?
1: No. Don't
0: you want to be with somebody who's courageous? So if you want to be with somebody who's courageous, then you need to be courageous.
1: And then it's like, even if you don't get the answer you're looking for, maybe you at least know, is this person a possibility or not? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, it doesn't have to be an uncomfortable moment. They can just say, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. Or I don't know yet. Like, maybe maybe this will go somewhere. I'm still feeling it out. And you don't have to have your feelings hurt because somebody's still feeling it out. It's not that big of a deal as long as we know what we're working with we can decide how much energy we want to put into the thing the relationship
0: yes yes and that just makes me think about this north node in gemini which is all about curiosity and it's at the final degree not 29 it's zero because the north node is always moving retrograde ultimately and so it's going to move into Taurus, which is about value So in order to be clear about what it is you value, you have to be curious about what's out there.
1: Yeah. Don't be scared to ask, ask the questions, just Mm -hmm. ask the questions. And then the sooner you learn that lesson that it's okay to ask the questions, everything's going to get easier.
0: It's not as big of a deal to ask the next question and the next question. Suddenly, like you have a great, healthy relationship where you're communicating with somebody.
1: Yeah, and also, I mean, with that Aries energy, it's like you're leading the way for them to be able to ask the same questions of you. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, you're, you're practicing together.
0: Yes, awesome. Saturday, January 8th, we're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, and Venus, the planet of relationships, the goddess of love, Lady Luck. So Venus is moving retrograde, the sun moving direct, they are like two ships in the night passing across each other. So this is bringing light, life, and vitality to your senses. Venus is the planet that rules the five physical senses. Sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. So thinking about what you value. What do you value in relationship? What do you value in the material realm Understanding what you value in your relationships and understanding what you value in the material realm is going to help you articulate from a sensory perspective what it is you want to accomplish and achieve. If you want to accomplish and achieve something, why? Why do you want to accomplish XYZ in a relationship or in your life? There needs to be clarity to that. If it's an arbitrary thing, you're not really going to end up where you want to be. So you need to be clear about why you like this as opposed to that. And the sun here is giving greater attention so that you can see and experience your senses in all five physical forms, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch.
1: Well, how does that relate to like the Capricorn energy of like achieving those goals? It's like you have to, like you said, you have to know what you want in order to get there. You need to, like, kind of plan these things out. If it's arbitrary, like, how are you going to achieve the goal if you don't even know what the goal is?
0: Right. But it's even before that. The goal is this. This is the goal. But why is that the goal? I don't know. Well, if you don't know why the goal is what it is, then how are you going to achieve the goal?
1: Or, like, what's the point of getting to that goal? What's the point?
0: What's the point?
1: Are you going to be satisfied when you get there?
0: Exactly. You have to be clear about your objective, My objective is X. Okay. Why? Why is that your objective? The more that you can be clear about why that is your objective, then you have the motivation. You have the motivation to actually go after what you say you want.
1: So incorporating the senses into that, whatever that goal is, like, what am I going to achieve in this material world? What is that going to give me? Yes. What am I going to feel?
0: Exactly. Or in your relationship, what do I want to achieve in my relationship and why? It always has to be why, why? Just because you said so, that's not going to really carry the weight (laughs) that it doesn't give you the foundation. Yeah, there's no foundation there.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, I think we can say that it's so easy to just say, well, because I feel like that. It's like, okay, well, you need to sit with yourself and really really dive in and see what the reason is. Because mm-hmm. if you don't even know fucking why, then how are you supposed to find people that align with you to help you achieve these goals?
0: What is your motivation? Yeah. What is your motivation?
1: I mean, that I think drives everything. It's like the beginning of the year, and we're making all these new goals. But if we don't know the reason that we want these goals to happen, then there, yeah, that motivation just vanishes quickly.
0: Here's an example. And I'm sure I've, I feel like I've told this story before, but I saw this video on YouTube several months ago about these goats. that climb up the side of this dam. I mean, you watch this video and it's like, my palms are sweating, like watching these goats. The, the dam is, it's like a 90 degree angle. There's somehow that it's made with like these little rocks and stuff and they're climbing up the side of this dam, these goats. Why? Because they just want to get to the top of the dam. No, (laughs) there's a reason. The reason is, is there's a type of salt that only exists at the top of this dam. That's essential to the goats nervous system so that they can have the agility that they need to get to the top of the dam. So in order to have the agility that they need, because their little hooves are hanging on the side of these rocks that are barely protruding out of the side of the dam, out of the face of the dam, and they're climbing up this thing, they don't have the agility if they don't get the salt. And they need the salt to have the agility. So there's the why. Why are they climbing to the top of the dam? Because it's essential to their nervous system and their coordination. If they don't do it, they'll die. So it's worth the risk of climbing up to the side, the side of this dam. So there has to be the motivation.
1: Yeah, what is essential to your happiness? What is essential to your personal growth? What is mm-hmm. essential for you to live? And that that will be the driving force to achieve your goals.
0: Be clear. I need this. I need this amount of money for what? Why? Because it sounds good. What What are you going to spend it on? Where are you going to put it? How's it helping you?
1: I mean, when we talked about this in terms of myself, it's like I want all of these material things because it gives me peace and security. Mm-hmm. And that's like a, a feeling that I got that the goal will give me that feeling that the goal isn't that, you know, maybe the goal is a certain type of career or monetary thing. But that will give me yeah, peace and stability and that will in turn
0: satisfy your emotions yeah
1: my emotions and my nervous system it like yes. gives you that that feeling in your body the senses
0: yes well your your moon is in the second house which is the house one of the houses that's ruled by venus the planet that we're talking about today so your senses it's very important for you to secure what it is you value in the material world and as it relates to your senses, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. If you don't have that, then it affects your emotions and it affects your nervous system.
1: I mean, I love making like beautiful spaces and decorating my apartment and, and all the things that go along with that. So cooking meals, candles, the uh-huh. smell, the sight, the touch, everything, the blankets, all, yes. the, all the cozy home things.
0: And that's your motivation yeah. for making the money. Yes. Yes. Sunday, January 9th. So we're looking at three planets that we've talked about this week and one that we haven't mentioned yet. The three that we've talked about, the sun, the moon, Chiron, and the one we haven't talked about, Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination. So Mercury is transiting through Aquarius, aligning in a positive way with Chiron, the wounded healer. The wound and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries, the sign of self confidence. So, this is the planet that rules the conscious mind in Aquarius, the sign that represents genius, innovation, individuality, and the community. So, what innovative ideas are you having, and what's holding you back
1: from sharing them with the people you're in community with? Yes. I mean, the answer is usually fear.
0: And that's it right here, fear. So how can you face those fears and just use the logic, share your innovative idea?
1: I mean, the, the answer is right in there. It's like, well, if you don't share your idea, it's never going to succeed because it's just sitting in your mind. It's going to float off somewhere else. So even though it might be uncomfortable, you got to share your ideas. Well, and,
0: the, and this is the practice too, because you might, oh, I, I'm afraid people aren't going to like my idea. Great.
1: Who cares? Yeah.
0: They don't like your idea. Awesome.
1: I love how you always say that to me. Anytime (laughs) there's something negative, it's like, you always say, great, who cares? Get
0: past it. Like either you figure out, maybe that means that you need to rework your idea. Maybe you're talking to the wrong people. Yes, They don't understand your idea.
1: Both. Either that means the feedback is you need to rework it or you need to find a new group of people to share the idea with that might understand it better.
0: Exactly. But you're not going to know that unless you share it in the first place.
1: Yeah, being open to to the discomfort that it could bring. Yes. And, and knowing that you're going to be okay, even if nobody likes your idea. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. Like, you know, people in the film industry, like, how many times do you have oh. to pitch something to even hopefully get one thing that sticks? Like, well, I mean, there's
0: the famous story of, like, the woman who wrote Harry Potter that, like, sent Harry Potter to, like, 50 different publishers and got 50 rejection letters. I mean, does... Okay. <laughs> She's... Very successful now. So I'm sure those people realize, oh, yeah, I missed out on that opportunity.
1: But maybe those weren't the right people to share her story. Exactly.
0: They weren't. Because do you want to work with people that don't understand your idea? No. Why would that make sense? No,
1: then you're just fighting the whole time. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Fighting to be understood.
0: And when you're talking about fighting, it makes me think of the other alignment here, which is the moon in Aries squaring off... Fight with the sun in Capricorn. So when you look up in the sky today, you're going to see that half moon. Whenever you see that half moon, it means that there's a fight going on between the sun and the moon, the emotions and the vitality and the emotions and the identity. This This is the moon in Aries, cardinal fire squaring off with the sun in Capricorn, Cardinal Earth. Both want to lead, the goat and the ram, but they lead very differently. You know, the the goat is agile in climbing up, but very meticulous in making sure they're taking the right step because if they take the wrong step, they fall off the side of the dam. Meanwhile, the ram is just through the door, not thinking. So it's different energy here. So the emotions, this, this might be one of those days where you might be feeling yourself getting frustrated over wanting to accomplish and achieve those goals and finding yourself being very impatient in getting there. It's like, oh, we're nine days into the year and I haven't done it yet. I haven't. It's okay. Maybe it means that there's some sort of something that's stuck that needs to be blown through. So follow the energy. If if there needs to be a fight in some way, to clear the space, clear the energy, move the energy, then that's what needs to happen.
1: I mean, I feel like there can be a fight with the people that you're in community with not understanding your idea Mm -hmm. and having like some kickback from that. Mm -hmm. Or even within yourself, it's like one of them wants to charge ahead. Like you said, the impatience and the other one is like meticulously planning. It's like, maybe you're on one of those extremes yes, and it hasn't been working out for you in the past. And maybe you need to shift to the other direction maybe you've been charging ahead without enough planning mm-hmm. okay well now maybe now you need, you to, need to plan, plan more. more or maybe you've been planning your ass off and you haven't been taking action
0: over planning yeah and so you need to just take that step do something. so what is it do you do you need to plan or do you need to take that first step it's about having both we have a plan and now we're going to take the first step yes that's it so i hope it's a good start to the year for everyone 2022
1: So if you're feeling ambitious and you're inspired by astrology, uh, Scott has a book out, The Basics of Astrology. So if you want to follow along with all the little signs and symbols that we're looking at here, and if you've signed up for the newsletter, then you know you can see the symbols as well. But this is a guide to the basics of astrology.
0: Absolutely. I'm a very visual learner. And so if you're a visual learner, you will love this book because... It's all about the symbols.
1: And Scott's been trying to drill me on this forever, and I've been so resistant because it looks so... it looks, It's another language, and it's very overwhelming to see your birth chart. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> you just tell me what's happening because I can't. And now that I'm just seeing the way that the colors interact, and that gives me... It just gives me a basis for remembering all of these different planets and, and all the signs. The it's signs. like there's so many. But when, yeah, once you're seeing it, it, it starts to click a little easier. And now I feel like my my repertoire of being able to recall this information is becoming so much easier and it is because of this book. So yes, if you're interested in astrology and you want to learn a little bit more, yeah,
0: that's it. The basics of astrology. Go to the Thank
1: you for listening to the weekly transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott, or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.